Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. And the fact also is they are not rich. They're not. 
Um, she is a business owner, and it's actually one of my followers is actually friends with her. They're from the D.C., Maryland area. And um, one of my uh, friends, her name is Shell the Trainer. She is a personal trainer, uh, and she lives, I believe she lives in um, in uh, Baltimore, you know, D.C. area. He is um he's actually in the music industry. I'm going to I'm going to give you exactly what he does, but he does voiceover work for um for television, okay? We're not talking, you know, I'm not saying that they don't make money. I'm just saying it's not it's not a ton. Okay, his name is Alfred the MC. Grammy nominated, Emmy nominated, vocalist for Mambo Sauce Band, MC for Soja Gram, narrator of TV show The District. Okay, so this is a man that's in the music industry. He's been Grammy nominated, Emmy nominated. We don't know when that is. Those are the facts. But that does not, Grammy doesn't equate money. Emmy doesn't equate money. Okay, so the fact that he's the narrator of the TV show, The District, we know he's bringing in some money. But, y'all, I mean, let's keep it to you. He's not rich. He's not. So I don't want to hear the excuse like, oh, that motherfucker got money. No, he used his connections, people that he knew. It looks like they got married and, you know, somebody's, you know, owned business, whatever, whatever. Um, And so the fact is she is a fitness trainer and and he does music uh, voiceovers for a television show. He is also a musician, and I want to talk about this mystical thing that we call black love, and perhaps – what what I wanted to say is perhaps the reason that we rejected this notion and this entire union, some of us, and imagery is because we have never seen it before. So just like when we talk about kids being princes and princesses and all these things, we don't really mean it because then when we look at Jaden and Willow Smith, that is so fucking foreign to us that black children should be allowed to do whatever they want to do. If they want to go paddle boat, if they want to wear skirts for a Louis Vuitton ad that they're getting paid for, that is just so foreign to us because our children are not able to do that. You can sit there and you can say you wouldn't allow your child to do it. Man, listen, if Louis Vuitton calls, if Gucci calls, if anybody calls and they want my son to be on a magazine cover and he's wearing something that he's comfortable in, fucking do it. And they're going to pay you? Do it. And your parents are Will and, and Jada Smith. Stop it. Jada used to date Tupac. I mean, you can't get any more iconic than that. So I looked at the Forever Duncan situation, and there are many reasons why that would not work for me. But also, I don't want a marriage. So I don't think that you got to punk me into doing shit. You got to, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm having such a hard time with these displays of black love, because every time I try to love on somebody or not so much be in love, because I really don't like being in love. That's not really my thing. But I can show affection, I can show emotion, I can show love. That That's not an issue for me. What the issue for me is that are you going to reciprocate? Am I going to feel fucking stupid, you know what I'm saying, for trying to show you love? Because there's a difference between loving somebody, being in love with somebody, showing love. You know what I'm saying? All these things are very different. You know, and I think that we have demonized love so much that we make it into a weakness thing and that we make it into, I don't love that bitch, I don't love that man. I don't love this person. I don't love that person, and I think that it needs to stop. I think that, you know, when I look at a situation, right, there's only two things that are keeping you there, love or fear, right? So fear in the sense of I don't want to let this person go because I know that she's going to find somebody better than me, and I I don't want to be in that position, and it's my fault. Or you love this person, 
right? Or you're trying to show them love or you're trying to be connected to them. My my biggest thing in the universe is that I want to be connected to somebody. I don't want to feel like I can just walk away from a situation. If I feel like I could just walk away from a situation, you meant absolutely nothing to me. So, But sometimes in, in, in my own um in my own way, I stick around in situations for too long. So even if it's something that's nothing that I'm just spending a little bit of time on here and there that might not be a big deal to some people, I don't have a little bit of time. Like right now, I'm cooking two different things, okay, with two different people. I'm scheduled to have to go in for some meetings. I have a trip planned this week. I have long, I have a million and one things to do that has nothing to do with me getting money. So me being able to say, okay, I'm going to take off this particular point in time, this certain amount of time, to hang out with a person, even just to hang out with them, okay, costs me money. That's time that I could be writing, finishing up this book that y'all been waiting on. That's time that I could be doing something else. That's time I could be with my son. So I said the other day, one of the things that I decreed was that I keep putting in the universe that I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want a boyfriend because that's not even, you know what I'm saying? I don't even speak that way. Um, and I don't want to get married. And so I think that that's why the universe keeps sending me people that don't want to be in relationships, that don't want to get married, and are pretty much not relationship material. They're not. They're, 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 I'm not saying fuck boys, but they're, they're guys that you just fuck with. They're not somebody that you would bring home to your family. They're not somebody that you can incorporate into your life long term. And that's what's important to me, being able to incorporate what it is that you do, what it is that I do. Because, again, I'm not in my 20s. I'm not in my 30s. Okay? In your 30s, you might still be able to be building. Or you're rebuilding because you just had a divorce. Or you're rebuilding because you messed up a relationship long-term and you realize five years later that you didn't want to be together. Or you're just now starting your journey in a relationship. I'm past all that, right? I'm way past all that. So I'm, I'm in a place where it's like if we ain't putting names on deeds and on contracts and taking trips together and just enjoying each other's company, no stress, no fucking stress, then I can't do, I, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So... It becomes very apparent when you date younger, right, because I've never really dated older, but it becomes very apparent when you date younger and they don't understand this concept. You know, nowadays these women have raised these men to think that women have to cater to them. No, okay? That's not how it works. If I have to court a man, you, you can guarantee motherfucking tea that I'm going to call him my son. That's why motherfuckers be like, you be sunning people. Yeah, because you, be, you, you think that what I work and what I do has anything to do with you, and it doesn't. I will sun every motherfucker. Any dude that asked me for a motherfucking thing that I was not willing to give you and I didn't give on my own recognizance, you're my son. Because either you're going to be my son or you're going to be my man. You have to pick a struggle. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm generous. So my issue is, is that this forever Duncan thing would not have happened with me this way. Because my man would know, first of all, she's not going to wear that. You know what I'm saying? Second of all, I have to trap this motherfucker. I have to, <laughs> I'm a wild animal. I'm, I don't want to be contained. I don't want to be claimed. I don't want any of that, right? I'm the type of person that if we together and it's really like that and you want to see that I really fucking feeling you, drive down the street past the, past the courthouse and be like, all right, you ready? Let's go. Because that will tell you everything you need to know. If the answer is no, then you know you're not that dude at this time. If I said, yeah, let's go, let's go in there, I want to see, come on, let's go pay this little $30, let's go get this little marriage certificate, and then we'll plan a wedding later. 
That's what type of person I am. I'm the type of person that will go get married in a pair of jeans and flip flops. I don't care because I'm going to run. I'm a runner. That's what I do. I will leave a situation before, I, you know, before it goes all bad. You know what I'm saying? Because I just, I don't want to have any ill will. I have so many men walking the face of the earth that are fucking scorned, apparently, by me that I did this or she didn't care or she just walked away. Because literally, it's just like that, just like that overnight. Prime example. I was talking to one of my peoples today, which I had no business talking to at all. And, um, you know, just trying to just trying to figure things out, you know. There was an apology. You know, I accepted it. It's fine. You know, but that doesn't mean I want to fuck with you like that. So I said, you know, the real reason that I brought you where I brought you was not to impress you or to embarrass you. It wasn't anything like that. It was so that we would be in a neutral space where we would be able to tell the truth about what was going on in each other's lives and what is preventing us from going forward. Not together, just forward. Fall is coming. Okay, so although it was cute last year, you know, it's been a year now, off and on, you know, I don't fuck with him like that. It's not a sexual thing. It's nothing like that. So I have to make choices and decisions based on where I'm going to spend my time. Now, am I going to spend my time continuously beating a dead horse, or am I going to get back out there in the saddle, start going to the comedy show, start going, not clubs, but start going to the events. I have some events that I have to attend up in Toronto. Am I going to start doing these things that are going to put me in situations where I'm going to meet like-minded people, or am I going to continue beating this dead horse? Okay, because the number one thing that a man will never, ever, ever, ever say about me is that, A, I cheated, or B, that I did you just dirty. No, I didn't do you dirty. You was fucking up. You was fucking around. You thought it was going to last forever, and it didn't. When I got tired, I fucking left. You just didn't know about it. You just kept calling and didn't realize that I wasn't fucking with you. So, And it happens all the time. I change my mind all the time. So I went to go for a run. And this is just, just this is just how the universe works. So I literally just started saying the other day, I said, I'm going to start putting in the universe that I do want to be in a relationship. I do want a partnership. That doesn't mean that I want to get married. So I said, I think that will be the better thing to put into the universe. So I start putting that into the universe. So I'm meeting like-minded people. So just like, you know, when I was in Toronto, I met a guy well, well below my age. And, um, He's from Paris, but I find him very intriguing because he's on his grind, moved there from Paris, speaks French. He's from Iran. I think he's from, yeah, I think he's from Iran. And um, speaks French, is in the financial industry. These are things that I need to have conversations with people about. You know, that industry, part business owner, he runs with a group of guys that I know. So these are things that I'm looking forward to is hanging out with people like that because even if you're not dating them, just being around them, you start to pick up lingo. You start to pick up, like, different things that maybe you didn't know about and so on and so forth. So I look at this Forever Duncan thing, and I see that there's a lot of hate going on about that. And, again, I was one of those people that was kind of cynical about it at first, and then I said, nope. Just because that's not your cup of tea don't mean you have to spill the tea on it. I wish anybody that has found each other, not so much in waited, because let me be clear on that. I know two people, not one, two separate couples that waited till they got married to have sex. They are both divorced now. So just because you didn't throw that, that thing out prior to a marriage, you understand what I'm saying, does not mean that you're better than anybody. Okay, just because you had a baby before marriage doesn't mean you're worse. Okay, people also have to understand that back when people were abstinent, um, the average age of, of marriage was like 16, 15. We call that child molestation right now. So y'all can't always throw the Bible at something and say this is what God, because now everybody wants to put it on God. 
that man, and, and I'm sure it was sanctioned. Time will tell, because it's not about the wedding. It's about the marriage, or y'all going to make it, okay? Personally, okay, I, I do. I wish them well. I'm glad that he was able to plan all this out. My concern is that, you know, how are you able to do all this, and, and are we equally yoked? Did I, were you pulling out of finances because I don't think they live together or anything like that? So my thing is this, like, so you planned a wedding. So let's just say it was 5000 because it, cause it wasn't, it didn't look like it was an expensive thing. Let's just say he spent total five thousand dollars. You know, I, I'm not saying I need to know where that money came from, but I'm just saying, could we afford it? If we moving forward in a relationship, was it something that we were able to afford? How are you able? How are you able to pull any of this shit off? And my spying ass didn't know is really what I want to ask. That because to me that would be a concern. Like, damn, okay. you know what I mean. So, but again, that's just me and my being me being a cynic. Okay, that's not me not blessing their union. That's me being a cynic. Because a motherfucker couldn't buy a, a fucking pack of gum, and I didn't know about it. Not because I'm in control of his finances, but because this is this is the type of relationship that I want, where we share these things. Like, oh, you know, I went and I did this. Because everybody with no money acts like money isn't everything, and it is. And and I had a conversation with somebody today that says, you keep talking about twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 like that's not a lot of money. I'm not saying it's not a lot of money. What I'm saying is that I look at things in the grand scheme of things, right? So there are certain things that I'm willing to pay for and certain things I'm not willing to pay for. Like, am I willing to pay $400 a piece for plane tickets and I know that I could drive there for 200 No, thus saving me 600 And I could fly. That's not, that's not the point, right? Am I willing to spend $30,000 on a house that I paid pennies for? Absolutely. Because the average house right, after what I'm going to do with it, is going to be worth $100,000, $110,000, especially in that area, okay, so so everything has to be put in perspective, so the day-to-day things about money, like, I don't smoke cigarettes, I don't have habits, so I don't smoke cigarettes, I don't get my hair done, I don't get my nails done, I don't get a lot of that shit done, but just a couple of times a year when I need to, so all those things right there. So when people say, well, how do you have this money to travel? How do you have this money to do this? I don't have a lot of money. I just have a lot of time to plan shit out, okay? If I want to go to Columbia in April, the shit is paid for and taken care of now so that when I get to Columbia, all I have to do is just be in Columbia. I live my life six to 12 months in advance, you know? So if you're going to be part of my life, I, I, I need to know that now so that six to 12 months in advance, you're not surprised when I tell you, okay, I'm going to call you in two weeks and I get back from Columbia. And no, you weren't invited because at the time that I made the trip, you, you were not around. You didn't have a passport or whatever, whatever. I like to fuck with people with passports so that I know that if I'm going somewhere and they want to go, sure, you could go. I already paid for the room. And I'm not, you know, I don't know. So my issue with the um, – the Forever Duncan thing, is, and it's not an issue, is that even though that's not something that would happen for me, because I've already, you can't sell somebody a dream when they've already lived that fairy tale. You really can't. Like I had my whirlwind wedding. I had, again, you talk, you're talking to somebody that I met my husband, I was married in 90 days, so this is very normal to me. Would my husband have been that guy that planned out an entire wedding? Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Would he have paid for it? Yeah. You know, but would he have planned it out? No. So you, got, you, you guys can't put these unrealistic expectations on your guy, and your guy might just be somebody that's like he's out. There's men out there that all they do is they just go get the money. They don't care what their wife does with it, whatever, whatever. They go get the money, whatever she want to do. Okay, so like if you watch Ray J and Princess, you know, not that that's a, a great example, but we're we're talking black love here. 
he doesn't care what the fuck she did. Princess ain't got a job. Princess ain't had a job since he took her off the pole. Okay, so he tells her, you know what, do whatever you want to do. And that's what she did, and she has a problem with that. You have to know what kind of man that you're dealing with. You know, I have to know that I'm the kind of the fe- the kind of female that the man knows, like, that's not going to work for her. What I can do is give her a surprise party. You might can give me a surprise party, but not a surprise wedding. And, and, and he would not do that to my family. He would not, you know what I'm saying, just because my family, you, you don't have my brother's number on dial. I'm glad this gentleman did, but you, nobody calls my brothers like that. I call my brothers. So... But that being said, you know, the Forever Duncan thing was something that I think that we as black people needed to see. It it also put unrealistic expectations on a lot of relationships. There are a lot of women out there that are saying, I can't even get my man to plan a date, and that's because you don't require it. Now, Steve Harvey, although I do not subscribe to the philosophy of Steve Harvey, he does drop some nuggets and he does drop some jewels. And I always listen to what grown men say or to what other men say as far as dating is concerned, especially not 100% if I'm not dating them because they're not, they're not biased. They're just telling me this is how men are. And so, for example, in my lifetime, a man could joke around and say that he loves you. He's not joking. Just like if a man would joke around and tell you he'll kill you, he's not kidding. Okay, you have to you have to pay attention to both sides. And Steve Harvey dropped this jewel where he said, a man is only going to change for one woman. And if it's not you, you have to go. You know, so I'm not in the business of changing, man. I'm too old for that shit. You, you should be who you are at this point. But because I do date younger men, you know, sometimes they're still figuring out who they are. And while you're doing that, you have to understand that you have to give me the freedom to do what I want to do while you're trying to figure out who the fuck you are. And I think that's fair. You know, so my fallback game, especially in fall, is is stupendous. You know what I'm saying? Because I might not talk to you for two, three months and not care about it because I want you to figure it out. I want you to see what life is like. Because sometimes you might get out there and be like, you know what, I met this girl. She's great. She doesn't have all these events to go to. She doesn't got dudes constantly in her face. She doesn't have a show. She doesn't have all these other things that she's doing that make me feel uncomfortable as a man. And, and you know, I dated her, and, and, and we're together. Now, to date, let me, just, let me just put this out there. I think there is only in the last, let me see, I've been divorced. So in the last decade, okay, matter of fact, no, I'm, I'm going to take it all the way back. Let's go back 20 years. Let's go back to the beginning of my dating career, okay? In that time, my junior high boyfriend got married, high school boyfriend never married, uh, college boyfriend never married, College jump off, never married. Mm. I can only think of one guy that I dated in 20 years that after me got married. Nope, I'm sorry. The the abusive guy that I talk about in my book, he actually is, got married, still is married, so bless that union. But, I, again, I was young. Um, see, in my adult life, my ex-husband has remarried for a third time. And one of the guys that I dated when I was in Tampa, he's married. And he got married after I moved from Tampa. So it wasn't, it was a default situation. It wasn't like he was like, oh, my God, I just love this girl so much. No, no, no. He was dating the both of us, which I didn't have an issue with that because I'm like, she lives, actually, it's funny. She lived in Dallas. I lived in in Tampa. When I moved is when they, you know, they solidified their relationship, made shit serious, and probably within two years they were married. Other than that, the rest of the motherfuckers are still single. Just like I'm still single, meaning not married. So when people say, well, the common denominator is you, it must be you. No. 
It just means that whatever these men are looking for, whether it's an unrealistic expectation or not, they have not found it. And I don't have to feel bad because it wasn't me either. You understand what I'm saying? It's not like these dudes are, me and these dudes are parting ways and they going and they living these healthy, wonderful lives and get married. They out here stuck like Chuck too. So don't ever sit there and, and look at it for what the media tells you and say that men don't want black women and that, you know, black women are this and black women are that. Let me, let me give you a little inspiration. So, again, I told you I was going to start putting in the universe that I wanted to be. And, and for me, monogamy is always important. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm grown. I like to do grown people fucking shit behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you, you don't want to do grown people shit to motherfuckers that you feel are sharing dick. You know, I'm just, I'm not with that. Okay? And I'll hurt your feelings. So, you know, one of the things that, that is always um I, and I was in a good mood today, so maybe that was what happened. But I had a conversation where I was like, I'm done talking. I, I, I can't keep talking to this person over and over again. It's just it's, it's redundant. So I went out for my run, and this guy, he pulls over. And this is how it happens to me all the time, just very simple, very quick. And people think that I be having holes in queue. I really don't. Like, the minute that I say I'm not doing something else, it's like God is like, okay, well, there you go. I was waiting on you to say that. So I'm running down the street. This dude drives past me in a truck, turns back around before I, I get to my runaround. He says, listen, that smile that you just gave me back there, you know, I wasn't even smiling. I was just smiling at the music. He's like, you know, I own this building right here. And I said, that's so crazy. I run past your building every single day. He goes, I know. And he goes, but listen, you know, so we start talking business a little bit. And he says, well, here's my card. Come in. If you need anything, we'll sit down. I'm only going to charge you this amount of money to do the business that I needed to do with him. And it was so crazy because it was the final piece that I needed to finish everything that I need to do for my Vegas situation to go out there and present at the Magic Show. So we agreed. We would sit down. We would, you know, do dinner. We would, you know, sit down and chat. He lives in the area. He's from Rochester. So that, oh, I'm sorry, and I forgot to add, bald-headed and green eyes. Now, he's older than me. Um, tall, you know, thick or whatever. But that's why I keep saying, like, the universe will always, and I'm not saying I'm going to date him. I'm just saying that there's affirmations everywhere, everywhere, of people that are more in tune and more aligned with your spirit and with your energy than other people. And that doesn't mean that they're wrong for you. So it doesn't mean that forever Duncan was wrong. That was what was conducive and, and, and beneficial in their relationship. They look very happy. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to do what makes you happy in your relationship. But right now, what makes me happy in this song, swear to God, I have had it on repeat. Y'all know I'm going to get into Solange tomorrow because you know that girl shares my birthday. So if you think Solange is strange and weird, her and I share a birthday. So what does that tell you? But so a song that has been on repeat literally ever since I came back from Toronto is um, Maxwell, Lake by the Ocean. If you hate this song, you hate yourself. And I will be back tomorrow for a wonderful, wonderful Tell the Truth, Truth. Ugh, Tell the Truth Tuesday. Was the forest feature? 
Love you. You're the thing I need Cause it's just 